Anyone can talk football. Not everyone can do it East Coast style. The East Coast Gridiron Podcast, starting now. Now I think we got it, Don. Man, we're off to a rocky man. start. Hopefully, we can smooth it out from there. But as you can see, yeah. it's just Don and I tonight. Um, so we're flying two out of three of us here. Our fearless leader Dante is uh, out this week. Uh, he's actually out next week oh. as well because yeah, he's heading. He... He's got a big trip coming. He's heading to see his boy John Lynch get inducted into the uh, football of fame. There, he's got heading out to Canton. So. Uh, good luck, Dante, and safe travels. Have fun with that. So we'll see him in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, he's still, he'll he'll probably be joining the chat, though. We'll see him in and out. Yeah, I like Randy's comment, man. If he's out, is he uh, in Jacksonville watching Trevor? But nah, he's not doing that. No, yeah, he didn't go down to Jacksonville's training camp. I'm sure he'd like to be there, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's heading to Canton instead. Oh, Dante's here. There he is. There he Say hi, Dante. There he is. There he is. <laughs> cool. So we do have a big show tonight. Yeah, we're all we, we absolutely, we, absolutely. So we're gonna have a lot of fun anyway. Uh, so we a few things to cover today. We got some NCAA. We got some, uh, you know, and, and our picks this week are the NFC West. We'll get to those in a little bit. Episode twenty-eight, Rob. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. We got some. Uh, got some good. 28s out there, right? Marshall Falk, yeah. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, work done. Yeah. Dante, oh, and, Fred Taylor. Yep. <laughs> and, you, and, and you had one football, especially yeah. for Dante, right? Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. He's probably the highest paid number 28 of all time. <laughs> I'd say that. Yeah. So... <laughs> we're trying cool. to keep it there for you, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys on the live broadcast will notice there aren't a whole lot of graphics going on today. That's going to stay that way because <laughs> Dante, hey, is, what it da is. Dante is the graphics god. He's the one that's got that worked out. And uh, obviously, we're potentially in the works to bring on a full-time graphics person as a fourth member of the team. But until that's the case, we're just going to fly, you know, as basic as we can get and still look all right for you guys you get to just look at our pretty mugs tonight instead of you know big <laughs> shiny graphics or anything <laughs> yeah and when we get the graphics guy back here in a couple weeks we will have some something new we'll say for the merchandise page so you'll have to check that out in a couple weeks yeah absolutely there's something pretty cool coming on that front as well don you're yes. right yes we, we we're, we're privy to the preview but we we're not gonna go we can't blast that out quite yet, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll share the preview with you guys this weekend. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. So get right to it. Topic number one. Uh, so we talked a little bit last week and it became much more solidified and official uh, over the week while we were gone. And OU and Texas have officially left the Big 12 and have applied to join the SEC. So we did SEC predictions. A few weeks ago. Yep. Yep. We kind of want to take a second look at that and say, all right, what's the preseason ranking of our SEC teams if you include Oklahoma and Texas? Yeah. Just for this yeah. year, what would it what would it have been? What do you think would have happened if they were competing this year? So it's pretty interesting to see. Um, we're gonna go with our top five. Rob, you wanna go yeah. first? You want me to go sure. first? Um what, I'll do the preseason top five, and then we've also got predictions for the end of the season where we think, you know, we did who's going to win the SEC, but also oh, so sure. the preseason. So I'll start at uh, number five, and I've got Texas coming in at number five. Okay. I, I, th I think they edge out the Gators, who would have been in my top five. Um, I, I just think they're going to – shouldn't sniff your top five. You don't think they've got anything going on, Gene. I mean, I, 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 it, I was, it was literally a coin flip between them and Florida. Um, so I've got Florida as kind of 5A as a preseason, <laughs> preseason top five. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see where I think they're going to end up this season. But um, I do have the Aggies just ahead of them, uh, A&M. 
you know, okay. they're they're a legit SEC West contender, as you've seen from my predictions previously. Yeah, they went nine and one last year and just missed the playoff. Um, but I do think this is Jimbo Fisher's year to just solidify that he is once again a quarterback guru. You know, everybody's worried that they lost Kellen Mond and they've got, you know, the um you know, a battle at quarterback right now. They got two guys, Zach Calzada and Haynes King, that are it'll probably go right up into the regular season of who's really their starter. Um, but I think Jimbo is, you know, he's got it down. He's got the track record and the history. You know, you can ask Dante. He knows his quarterbacks, and they're always yeah. successful. So I, I, I've got them at four coming into the preseason. Then okay. uh, just ahead of them is Georgia. Um, I think they win the SEC East, you know, they, but they're coming in at number three preseason. JT Daniels is the only returning quarterback out of all these contenders, um, you know, it let, he had a real strong finish the last season. He had 10 touchdowns and two picks in the last four games of the season last year. Uh, just look for him to continue that trend in Georgia to be as tough as they always are. <laughs> Shally, Shally stopped me and says that uh, Jimbo Fisher's overrated. Yeah, don't be shy, Shally. Just, just tell us how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dante may have another opinion, but he's not here to defend him, so <laughs> – yeah, these guys. Randy's also. Uh, I don't know if that's a slight at Texas, FSU, or neither or both. <laughs> it's, they're equal. We'll, yeah. we'll just leave it there. <laughs> so number two, I've got uh, basically the top of what would be the Big Twelve in Oklahoma. Um, mm. This okay. might be Lincoln Riley's most complete team, and he's had some pretty good teams over the last few years. Um, I mean, Spencer Rattler, and I think with his offense and as well as the defense, I think they both take a step up from last year's performance. So, I mean, you're looking at a Heisman finalist and a defense to match, and I think they're a deservedly number two in the SEC if they were to come in today. Um, and then obviously number one is the Tide. If you're taking any poll about any – if it's – any NCAA anything, it's they're like the Wayne Gretzky. What's the answer? It's the Tide. <laughs> yeah, they're number one for a reason. You know, Nick Saban and the Tide are, you know, they're transitioning a quarterback, but they're going to be fine without Mac Jones and Najee Harris. They're going to be fine. Yeah, and oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're reloaded. They'll be right back in the title hunt again. Um, so that's kind of my five to one there is Texas, A&M, Georgia, OU, and the Tide. Okay. Well, uh... Working up from number five on my list, uh, no, I do not have Texas in my top five. <laughs> I, I, I do have Florida coming in at five. Um, I, I'll agree it might be pretty close with them in Texas, in my opinion, but uh, I'd definitely go with Florida. Um, and I, I think the next one is just going to be due to the – head-to-head uh, -head competition in the SEC, I put Oklahoma at four. Okay. I don't think they're going to handle that head-to-head -head as easy. It's not as conducive as, you know, what they're used to for getting yep. that, that record to where it should be. So I, I think it'll be a little tougher on them. Uh, Texas A&M I have at three. Uh, Georgia at two and run away, no problem. As you said, they just reload. Legos, they rebuild. You know, it's it's it. Alabama at one. So that yeah. that's how I see it. But so, it, it, it's an interesting way to look at it. For sure. And and I don't disagree with you there that Oklahoma's I, – I don't think Oklahoma or Texas, you know, obviously their other SEC games, say what you will about, right. you know, it, some of those SEC teams, I mean – the very bottom of the SEC, but I mean, you got to look outside of the top three of the Big Twelve. What else is you know? What's exactly. the competition? Exactly. You know, within their conference every year. Um, yeah, I'm not saying they play easy no. schedules by any but, means, but there's but the there's two or, difference. Yes, there's two or three losses in their schedule just yep. based on their conference play. Yep, exactly. Yeah, unless you're Alabama, like that's really. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, for sure. So, how do you think it shakes out of the end of the season if they were to play out a full season with OU and Texas playing an SEC schedule where do they finish at the end of the year 
You know, my preseason and my end of the season, I I, I see them the same way. It's going to really? hold true. Okay. I say it holds true the whole way through. I don't see any deviation. Sure. I, I think it's going to be that way from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Might flip-flop a couple weeks sure. here and there, but it's going to come out in the end gotcha. the same way. So my end of season SEC looks almost exactly like what you just put as your preseason. Okay. Okay. So I've got I've got Florida at number five overtaking Texas because I don't think they hang. Okay. I think Texas gets in on their like either hyper merit, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> into the top five of a preseason poll. But the season works its way out that they're not in the top five by the end of the season. So um I think Florida pushes Georgia for the SEC East title. You know, despite losing all of that talent, right. I mean with Pitts and Kadarius Tony, and obviously Kyle Trask, uh, you know, all heading to the NFL. You know, I, I, I don't know. I think Dan Mullen's really building a solid program there, and they're going to push Georgia, but they're going to come up just short, um, to just short of getting into the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. I think it's Georgia gets to that title game out of the East. So okay. I got Florida. I got Florida five, OU at four, just like you, right. Then Georgia at three because okay. I've got the Aggies at two. Because gotcha. I, I think the SEC West final is actually the SEC championship this year. Okay. Because those are the two best teams of this conference. One of them is not going to play in the SEC championship game. But, and, and as you've seen before, I'm actually predicting the Aggies to make it in as the four seed to the football playoff this year to the CFP. So, I think they lose that SEC championship game to Bama, and that's their one loss for the season. Okay. And I think that's really how they get in. Dante's got his predictions here. We'll pop them up on the screen for you. His five is uh, looks like Alabama and Georgia. Then right. OU. So Oklahoma gets to the end of the season in third. Wow. A&M at fourth. And Auburn at five. Wow. Okay. And Gene coming up with a bold prediction. A bold prediction. Gene Holy says cow. Georgia's winning the national championship this year. I mean, again, there's something to be said for being definitely the, possible. The only definitely school possible. that's out of all, they're bringing back their starting quarterback. Yes. I mean, JT Daniels is a stud, yep. Yep. and he's the one that's coming back. So, you know, again, Shally, I get it. I only included Texas because of where I think they would be on a preseason poll if they came over today. Right. I don't see that happening by the end of the season again. So, um, yeah, it's just that's just me. You know, they they've got their own network. They've got a huge following. I feel like those preseason press polls, that kind of stuff, they they end up getting that name recognition. Oh no, Shally says I bet anyone they don't finish top five. Yeah, I yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. You know, it, it, if you're taking money, take money on the under there for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on that, Don? No, I th- I think that was a fun exercise. Just you know, what happens? Oh no, and and Shally, to your point, he says no, no way wait, they play no. SEC. No, this no. was it, no entirely hypothetical. They've got to apply. I think the earliest they could get in is either 23 or 24 based on what they were saying. They had to like work out some contractual stuff. Um, the, the, it won't even be next season that they can get in. It, it's like at least two seasons out before they'd be allowed to play football in the conference. Yep. And Dante's the only one that's saying Auburn could be good. Don't, don't, uh, don't forget about them. They're, they're the ones that always sneak up and give Alabama fits at the end of a season. Yeah, the Iron Bowl. There you go. Auburn shocks the world and gives Bama their loss and keeps them out of the you know the championship game. So 20, 2025. Yeah, Dante saying 2025 now. Yeah, I, I've seen I'd seen 23 and 24, but I mean 25 is a long way off. Are they going to leave the Big 12? and be independent for four years waiting to get in? Like, that seems like a long time. Wow. Man, just think how old you're going to be in 2025. <laughs> Man, I don't even want to think about that. Holy Rand- cow. Randy is dragging Georgia here. Georgia is a perennial choker. Auburn, Florida, Alabama are kryptonite. I mean, 
I mean, they come out of the SEC East before, and I think, yeah, and you're right. They've been the best team and fallen off on a number of occasions. They, they've disappointed, you know, their dogs fans. Yeah. The buyout, Shally says the buyout is between 75 and $80 million per team if they want to play oh, in the my. SEC before 2025 so they got to buy their way out of some contracts wow and i mean i don't know what's on the line for them revenue wise to move into the conference you know what i mean like so they'll stay in the big 12 play three or four more seasons in the big 12 and then move yeah that'll be man (laughs) but but gene is gene does have his bold prediction so we'll we'll hold you to that gene uh we'll 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 see if they get over the hump this year yeah, and uh, get into the playoff. I don't think did did either you or uh, Dante have Georgia making it? I didn't think so. No, I didn't. No, no. Cool. All right, man. What's next, <laughs> Dante? I predict this year Bama gets upset by a former assistant. That could happen. <laughs> uh, Nick Nick Saban's got a track record against his former assistants. <laughs> That's funny. It's kind of like Bill Belichick and his former assistants. Right, exactly. Not not quite as lopsided, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to shift gears a little bit. We've got to it, – it's a shame of it, you know, offseason. we got to talk a little drama, just a little. <laughs> I know this is like Don's least favorite thing to do. Oh, <laughs> Shally hot take. Trevor Lawrence is going to suck. The comments are on fire tonight. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> That's, you got me going. Uh, uh, I yeah, love it. Trevor Lawrence is going to suck. I mean, I, he's probably got a four-win team around him. So they they had the first overall pick for a reason. It's just a, he's just messing with Dante. But yeah, <laughs> bold prediction. I know. Um, yeah. So it, <laughs> that that's that's always Dante's hot take. But yeah, yeah. So a little bit of camp drama, but it's actually oh, yeah. they're. They showed up to play football. It wasn't who's yeah. sitting out. That's right. It, it's who showed up. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers walked through the door to Green yep. Bay's training camp. Sure did. And 38 years old, and he's there. And boy, did he have a lot to say. <laughs> uh, he didn't hold back, did he? <laughs> Why? I got to know, like, I guess were they contractually obligated to put him in front of a mic the first day he reported <laughs> to camp? They had uh, to know that was kind of like he could have towed the company line and said, "Yeah, we had our differences, but we've gotten them right. over. I'm here and I'm looking forward to the season." Right, and it and it would have been over. He could have done, you know, the team people don't vacation to Green Bay; they come here to play with me. That is yeah. the line, Gene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, that was the best one. He see what got me was he named names. Yeah, of guys that he liked playing with, the veterans that he won with, that are no longer on the team with him. Yep, <laughs> and he he tore them apart for a good what ten minutes. <laughs> and who it was else? Classic man. Who else in the league could get away with that kind of press conference? That's right. Because what are they going to do now? Like, they're not going to bench him. What are they going to do? Yeah, he, I mean, he, he shows up for camp, and and their odds to win the division went from a plus 140 to a minus 120. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I should have gotten, gotten that bet in last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in AC for a bachelor party, and I totally missed the boat. I should have oh, gone man. for it. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah. then uh, he shows up to camp, and they release uh, Blake Bortles. Yep, and then they signed Randall Cobb. They brought Randall Cobb back, <laughs> like they gave him a welcome back to camp present yep. by bringing yep. back his buddy Randall Cobb. How about yep. that? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Randy says he did date Danica Patrick at least. But yeah. if you've seen some of the girlfriends he was posting pictures with during this off season <laughs> off of not coming to mini camps, oh my goodness! But yeah, yeah. He's, he he he's a bit of a diva. Don't get me wrong, like. Yeah. It, but yeah, it, the fact that he came back and took the Packers to task, but it, yeah, that was like just a little bit of drama we had to uh, to bring up there. But the other guy that's back in camp, and I am shocked he was allowed onto a practice field, mm. is Deshaun Watson. 
Yeah. After everything, Ooh. no one That's... saw him putting on a Texans uniform but... ever again. Now, week one is months away. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, Shally's still on uh, Aaron Rodgers. The Packers called his bluff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you want to play football or not? Because we're not going to move you. Well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they, they made concessions and no, Dante robbed the concessions, had nothing to do with hot dogs and, and all that kind of stuff when, you know. Concessions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they wiped out the 2023 season. Yeah. He's going to be able to res review at the end of 2021 about 2022 yep and there's at least six teams that yeah. you know have a shot at being yeah. very very interested in it yeah and, and the key key is where is he going to go right right yeah and this is his like you said his age 38 season yep you wonder how much does he still have in the tank but he literally won the mvp last year that's so right. it's like, how much could you you know, bet against the guy. You know, it's yep. kind of tough. So, yeah. It, but, yeah, he, he flexed his ego a little bit. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, handed a microphone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now, when Watson reported, I know day one he didn't take any snaps or anything like that. Right. So, I don't know how that's going to progress. I think they're just – I mean, he's there, so he's not fined every day. Right. That's why he's right. back. So, you know, it's it's the first time – that he's been on a practice field since the 22 lawsuits were filed. Yep. You know, the big question is, is there going to be a settlement? Yeah. If yeah. there's a settlement, it is, if there's going to be a league suspension, but right. in the meantime, the Texans it, are, you know, putting it out right. there. Hey, let's talk trade. Sure. Yeah. And the, the Texans have, you know, not that it wasn't public knowledge, but they came out and explicitly said, "Hey, yeah, yeah. we're listening." Yeah, they also set the bar as high. Oh, as yeah, one. you know they're looking yeah. for you know four picks plus and all this stuff, and yeah, it's, so some of what they're asking for is uh, a little yep. backwards. Yeah, and there's three teams on the Gene. On, I am not going to read man. that out loud. I... <laughs> yeah, I can't. He. Got... Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not going on the feed. Thank you. <laughs> He's trying to catch me slipping and seeing if I'll click it and post it up onto the broadcast yeah. right yeah. now. No, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's I mean, almost like he they let him come back because they had to, and he came back because he had to. Right. But I don't, I don't think Houston's still comfortable with him being the face of their franchise oh, while this no, is going on. So. Not at all. You know, is he going to go out and get first team reps during training camp? Like, I wouldn't expect then, it. What are they going to do? You know, like <laughs> who who's the quarterback? What are the what are their plans? Yeah, you know, they're just kind of still hoping. You yeah, know, the draft the draft's gone by. You know, this but, is. But Rob, do you think anybody is actually going to make a legit trade offer no. until there's a a absolutely not. A settlement or so, something? It proceeds further. Right. Right. No. No. Well, you might get lowball offers that the, that Houston sure. will pass up on, but they're not going to get a legitimate offer for the level of talent of football player he is right. until this gets sorted out. And, and the so three, the yeah. three teams that pop up are Dolphins, Broncos, and Eagles. Uh, exactly. Can you, think, can you think of anybody else that may even have a shot at it? I mean, with the assets and – you know, no, nobody has, you know, no. three first round picks in next year's draft and <laughs> everything else you could ask yeah. for. I mean, like yeah. that that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, if they had to, how he would figure out a way to work cap magic and get yeah. his contract in here. It's just a matter of nobody wants to touch him. Not right now. And the NFL yeah. has come out and <laughs> said, even the NFL has said, we're not going to file any disciplinary action until the legal process goes through. So you don't even know if you're going to trade for this guy, hand over multiple first round picks plus you know your yep. second year quarterback. Yep. And you don't even know if he's going to play. Like right. you're not. You don't even know if he's going to be allowed to play. Yeah, I would even think. So all all of a yeah. sudden, if the Eagles pull the trigger on this deal, Joe Flacco could be your number one quarterback for the first eight games of the season. Yeah. And yeah, there's no would... way they want that exactly. to happen. They can't. If they... 
if they if they were season. to pull a trigger and get him in sometime soon, who's to say the NFL doesn't levy a suspension? And then he still has to practice and take reps with the team. You yep. know, he'll, ineffective yep. all of 2021 if he's signed. Well, yeah, Shally, that's the deal that gets it done. Oh, I think, yeah, I think it'll get it done. I just, yeah, I just don't think the Eagles as an organization want to give up that much for him until oof. this sorts. Probably until it sorts, yeah. Right. If it settles out of court, if it gets washed under the rug, if it if it comes out that all of these girls are organized against him and everything that's happened was 100% consensual and he's yeah. just got a weird kink for massage parlors. Yeah, like <laughs> everybody's got their own thing, but like this could play out in ways that he doesn't have, you know. Yeah, I don't know, Shally. He says it's still worth it. You have Watson for the next eight years. That's a fair yeah. point. It is a, a very good point. He's locked up into a contract that, you know, you can handle and extend. You know, he'd be your guy for the better part of a decade. But I, I don't know, to get in line first, I don't know if I can do that yet. Yeah. You know, it, it's because it's all still hanging out there. But, yeah, I had to bring it up that both of those guys are in camp with their teams. No, yeah. Neither of them got moved during this offseason, which <laughs> – I we we all of our predictions for the season so far have been contingent on well if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback you know it, it, or if he ends up in Denver you know this could be a totally different division it shakes up a lot of the league if one of these guys moves Dante you got a very good point and uh you're going to hear some of that next week <laughs> yeah Hurts is going <laughs> to blow the top off yeah i mean nobody is accounting for what if Hertz is fantastic? What if having a full off season and of, a healthy uh, offensive line and a healthy O line and some yes. talent around him um, more than last year? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The the team last year was in shambles. Yeah, I mean, even the guys that were still upright after you know the twelve games of Carson Wentz era were over. You know what right. was left of that team? You know he yeah. he, he was you know, inheriting a broken down car. And so he's yeah. had the whole off season as the undeclared number one, which thanks Nick Sirianni for that. But Und yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows like, yeah, he's Joe taking Flacco the first team reps right now. Joe Just Flacco's not going to take his job. <laughs> he's not even going to take any number one snaps. But he won't, like, they won't, he won't say, say it. it. <laughs> Why is an organization? Have you decided to like, not boost this young man's confidence. Yeah. It exactly. doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. They don't they don't want to let him down if they do make a move. Like, and now, you know, Jalen Hurts has to answer for the rumor questions. He comes off a training camp and they don't talk to him about how training camp's going or how he's feeling coming into a season. They have to ask this second year oh, kid yeah. Yeah. how he feels about being on the trading block. And they had yeah, they, yeah with Howard Eskins asking that. Yeah, he brings that up and has to be very careful how he says it. If, so, if there's a particular know, player, oh, yeah, Howie Roseman's yeah, press conference. You know, quarterback would, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no no tampering. From another it. team. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Really? Randy's got a bold prediction. There you go. The Dolphins are going to trade two and Xavier Howard for Deshaun. Don't they have to sign X first? He had, They haven't paid him yet. I did. I, I, yeah. I, I got a uh, an insider buddy that that Xavier Howard's waiting for a contract. So, yeah, that, I mean, you got to look at the deals that would get it done. You know, if if uh, if Houston believes in the Tua hype, but yeah, I I think the Eagles gotta let Hertz win this job. Yeah, I, I, I think you got to see what the guy yeah. can do. You I really mean, do. You, you you spent a second round pick on him for better or yep. worse. Oh, Gene says Xavier has a five-year deal. Oh, they he just signed the extension. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, I know over the last like week or two, they were waiting for him to get paid. So right. There we go. Never mind. He did get paid. Nice. All right. Any anything, any other thoughts on the uh the camp guys here? I'm just happy to get back to actual football happening yeah. on fields. Yeah. It'll be it'll Can't be wait. interesting to see, you know, when these guys move at the you know, 
Watson possibly this season, um, Rodgers maybe next season. It, it, it makes it interesting. For sure. Yeah, bud. All right, so we're up to the uh, the midpoint in the show. So Don's got something to say. Yeah, <laughs> even though we don't have the sponsor, yeah, graphics, no graphics. We, Sorry, guys. we still gotta we still gotta put the word out there for Afloat Posters. It's your one stop shop for sports and custom posters. All posters are premium with crisp and clean graphics. There are options up to three different sizes and will look great in your office, bar, restaurant, man cave, living rooms, and bedrooms. Just look behind Rob. Just look behind me. We got them up there on the wall. Uh, there's free UPS shipping on all orders over $40. So please visit afloatposters.com. That's A-F-L-O-A-T posters.com for more information and take a look at those current collections that he has. And for you HBCU fans, there's now he is now a licensed seller of most of the HBCU schools. So visit hbcuposters.com for more information on those items. And thank you to Afloat Posters for your continued support. Absolutely. You got them. We don't have the graphics, but we've got them live behind us. There's one over yeah. Don's shoulder. You got three or four behind me here. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check those guys out. And then uh, there's new fun stuff coming from them uh, soon as well. So yeah, looking forward to uh, even more fun stuff from Afloat for sure. So yeah. Dante's got one more uh, point here to go back real quick just on the the Jalen Hurts to to give the guy a fair shake because everybody that's on the Carson Wentz wagon is saying the same thing that he needs a year in Indy to prove it you know it's on him you know this is his year is it his job or not and that's it right. I, I think that's the plan you hang on to your picks until March you know if you end up spending those three picks you know replenishing the line you know finding the next guy or if it's you know talent pieces, or you end up trading them away, so be it. But I I, I think Hertz deserves that fair shake, um, to you know to win the job. Yeah, he's yeah. been a and winner he, and a leader everywhere he's been. Yeah, and he he deserves a shot. I I really like how they surrounded him with a the depth of a running attack. How they've enhanced the passing game. Yep, and the fact that they have a healthy line. And, it's, I mean, it's not going to be the sure. disaster everybody's predicting. It's uh, not. Uh, I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's not happening. No. Unless but. this rookie head coach can't do it. <laughs> I mean, there's a big yeah. if there, too. There He's got a, got a rookie head coach that's coming in yep. with a lot of big ideas and a lot of enthusiasm. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Mr. Rock, Paper, Scissors, we'll see how that goes, Yep. too. You know, so it's. Uh, th that remains to be seen. So moving on, our our fun topic for the week. I actually like this one. Um, yeah, this is interesting. So we've done a bunch of individual players, kind of top five, top ten lists of all over the place. This week I thought we'd tackle top five team defenses. So who do you think is the for top in the league yep. coming into this season, yep. you know, based on last year's performance, but also what moves have they made in the offseason? How are they stacking up? How are they lining up? Who's your top five for the league? Um, Don, hey, I, want, I was, was going to say, why don't we uh, – do you want to do, do Dante first? Do you want me to give them Dante's first? Yeah, absolutely. Then, then they, can, they can take you know, yeah, so, look at his so, hot takes. So then and, Don, and Dante can chime the in on the, uh, <laughs> on, on the chat with the, the wire to wire guys are uh, yeah. heavy in the chat this week, and we appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys for joining us. So um, Dante's – I'll go from five to one again. There you go. Uh, number five, he's got the Arizona Cardinals. Gotcha. Number four – Not bad. San Francisco. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And I, I just want to hear some whys out on some of this. Number three, he's got Pittsburgh. Understand that. Yeah. Um, number two, he's got the LA Rams. Okay. And his number one team defense is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. I, Which, I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you're going to see a you theme know. there. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, not bad, Dante. Not yeah, bad for at sure. All. It's not a bad list. Um, I'm going to wait and see on Arizona. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I definitely think they they have a good. decent defense, and and 
I mean, better than yeah. average defense, sure. but not sure. the top five. Yeah, not I, there I, yet. Just a, as a as a team unit, you know that's well. San Fran healthy is a big one true. too. True. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, they they got bit bad. So yeah, yeah. That, as a unit, they're they're lying. You know, they're they are formidable for sure. But yeah, the injury problems have held them back from being a top five unit over the last couple of years. Well, yep, you got it. All right, do you want me to go and then you can go last this time? Sure, Sounds I like good. it. All right, um, so my number five, which um, I know Don disagreed with earlier when I told him about it, was <laughs> Baltimore. Um, I I really think Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters that are just playmakers. They might be the oh, best. They are pair of corners in the league. Yes, yes, um, I agree with that. And uh, obviously, and the concern you brought up, and I totally agree, yes. is their line lacks yep. a star. They don't really yep. – the trick is, and I feel like this is a kind of where their unit strength is, is they've got a 12th man in Wink Martindale. Mm-hmm. Wink Martindale blitzed 44.1% of the time last season, by far the most aggressive group in the league. Right. Because they trust those two corners on islands. Right. Right. You got two number one corners on your team. You can do a lot of different stuff. So they rush with their whole front seven. Right. A lot. I mean, 44% of the time they're blitzing in some way, shape, or form. So as a defensive unit, I think they tie together really well. And Wink okay. Martindale runs it really well. So I, I got him into my top five. Um, I also look, um, their middle linebacker, second year guy, Patrick Queen. Yep. I like Patrick I, Queen. He's extremely athletic, but still learning the position. Yep, he I was agree. only a one-year starter at LSU, right? And then he had his rookie year last year. So I look mm-hmm. for him to take another big step forward in understanding the game and really being the leader, you know, as the yep. mic of that defense. Yep. Um. So between all of that, you know, he's the athlete that as a as a linebacker, he's going to be able to cover tight ends, which is kind of where that blitz scheme gets picked apart is if you're putting your corners on an island and then rushing six guys, you know, that tight ends open down in the seam. If they, if Patrick queen can take that step forward, I think they do They They can be a top five defense this year. Of course, I also have Baltimore going 15 and two. So I think they're, uh, well, yeah, they're going to be pretty good so. this year. So I snuck yeah. them into my top five. Oh, um, no doubt. No doubt. They're yeah. a good defense, but I, 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 just I agree. Say I mean, that like, line, that line yeah. probably puts them at six or yeah. seven for me. So I, I also have Calais Campbell as my player to look out for to take a step back this season, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so go figure. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he, he's not getting any younger. Um, right. But you're right. There, there's no superstar rushers there. Um, right. I don't think anybody on that team wins defensive player of the year. I just think they're a good, you know, yeah. they tie sure. it together well. Good unit. Sure. Um, so, number four, I've got the LA Rams. Um, it was tough for me not to move them up a little further just right. because I feel like they have the two – best defensive players in the league. That's all you have to say. <laughs> in Aaron Donald yes. and Jalen Ramsey. Like, yes. It's kind of hard. And so, like, it, it, but I couldn't put them ahead of a couple of other team defenses. Um, so, number three, with so much young talent, I've got the Washington football team. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, obviously those four first-round pick D linemen. You know, Chase Young will be a defensive player of the year candidate sooner rather than later. Yeah, he's got a couple of guys. He's got a hurdle. You know, Aaron yep. Donald's still out there, but <laughs> I, I think he can get right there. I mean, he and Montez Sweat combined for eighty-seven yep. quarterback pressures last season. Yep. So I mean, these guys get after it yes, week in and week out, and they they're young. They've got motors. Yeah, and Gene, they could be number one by the end of this season. I hundred percent agree with that. Um, they they've got the young athletes to to get there. Um, yep. they upgraded a corner this off season too. Uh, yep. Ditching Ron Darby and getting uh, what's his name from the Bengals, uh, William Jackson. Um, so they they got an upgraded corner too. So we'll see. You know the, the football team is going to be tough. Um, yep. Not a, not a lot of clean quarterbacks coming out of games against them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, I've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, we'll make, we'll, we'll make our buddy Josh uh, happy there. Yeah, making the Steelers number two. Um, this is all about their defensive front. You know, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, uh, Stefan Tuitt. You know, these yep. guys, you're looking for a big breakout year, too, from Alex uh, Highsmith, you know, as a second-year guy. 
Right. So, you know, they get Devin Bush back from injury as well, exactly. you know, at linebacker. And then you got Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end. I mean, right. they, they've got a stacked defense. Yes, they do. Yes, they so, do. I mean, in all three levels, they've got talent. And, you know, they're, they're going to be really good, including the defensive player of the year. Or could have been, should have been over Aaron could've Donald been. this past could've year, been, but yeah. not quite. You know, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that goes. You know, again, it, it especially if um, Alex Highsmith takes a step forward right. as the fourth guy in that I line. Agree. I um, agree. Look out for Pittsburgh. Yep. Again, I don't have them being a very good team this year because I think um, <laughs> I, I think Big Ben is washed. I think he. I, I just don't think he has it anymore. So I have him having an under 500 season. Sorry, John, right. in the yeah, comments I, I there. But, um, yeah, I think their defense is going to be that good and just try to yeah. carry them to wins. So I agree. And then number one, you know, returning all 22 starters from their Super Bowl team, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, the team that yeah. held Kansas City to nine points and had yeah. Pat Mahomes running for his life the entire game. You yeah. know, that just just – the playoffs last year as a defense, they had 10 sacks held opposing quarterbacks to a 59% completion percentage yep. and had a six touchdown to seven interception ratio yep. Yep. for the playoff run last year. Exactly. It's incredible that they had I know. more picks than touchdowns allowed as a defense in the playoffs yep. in the NFL. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crazy, I mean, man. And they added a first-round pick edge rusher on top yeah. of that to add into the rotation. You know, it, it, they're they're going to be really good. They've got pretty easily the best front seven in football altogether. Yep. Yep. All right. Sorry, Definitely. I took all the thunder because I know you, your picks are going to be somewhat similar. Man, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, man. It's just about every name and every stat that I have written down here. You, you've already, you know, but that's okay. Except for one team that hasn't been mentioned it. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have at number five, all the players you named, all the reason you named, I say the Steelers are a top five. So yeah. I got them coming in at number five. That's I fair. think they're they're going to be all that, and they could be a lot more. But I think the defense will carry that team this yeah. year. Yeah, they, uh, they're going to be mean, a very not, lopsided. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Najee Harris is going to you know get some yards and get some carries, but yep. and there's only so much that can be done. Yeah, I I, I don't. They're not going to win games nine six. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. Their their offensive line. I think they. I don't think they've re regrouped enough, and I, I don't think Ben's what he used to be. So, no, unfortunately, but we're talking defense here, and as a team defense, I, I have them at number five. Now, here here's my surprise at number four. Based on the players, based on who they have, I have the Broncos at number four. Patrick hey. Sertain at dime, Justin Simmons at safety. You know they got. Bradley Chubb and Von Miller Russian. Yep. I mean, they, they've got some players. Now, they did add Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby. I'm not saying they're superstars, but right. they're solidifying all yeah. throughout that defense. And I really like what they've got put together here. Yeah. I and, think and, they're going to be a good defense. Two, I mean, Ron Darby is a solid veteran corner that as long as he's not being asked to cover a number one, He's a good system corner. You know what I mean? Like I, I totally agree. And we're gonna see, you know, if Sertan lives up to all the hype because I think he will. I yeah, he's I do one, too. Of, one of the most skilled guys in this draft. So, yeah, yep. it was all hyped up on the quarterbacks, but the cornerbacks that came out were, you know, just as if not more talented. Yeah, I I hear you, Gene. Uh, I didn't forget the. The Browns, but I have them like at number six. They were that yeah. close. But, well, I had, I had the know. Browns at six and Denver at seven. Literally, like yeah. I, I, so, I had to, I had to trim my list to five. <laughs> I know, and I figured if Dante wasn't going to be on here, I had to have somewhat of a hot take. So that's yeah. why I put the Broncos there. Gene's uh, got the Niners on his list too. And well, was no, taking he's, he's for taking, forgetting the Browns. Yeah, he's kicking exactly. off, taking off San Francisco for the Browns. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, Rams. I, I just had two names for the Rams at number three, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, just like you said. Yeah. I mean, they make everyone else's job easier. Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. So I, I was looking at it schematically. I was watching some of what they do. They, they don't put Jalen Ramsey on the number one receiver every time. Right. 
they act they have him on the team's second best receiver, and then you double the other team's double number the one. Other one. Yep. Because the yep. safety can worry about the number one and Jalen can just be on a on an island with their number two. Yep. And I thought that was an interesting way to do it. Like you you most defenses scheme up to put their top <laughs> corner on the top receiver. And right. I thought that was interesting that based on the skills they have, like just put him on an island and let Aaron Donald take on two or three blockers on every play and then make everybody else better. Cool. Yeah. Uh, at number two, for once again, for all the reasons you mentioned, the young talent, the returning Montez Sweat, Chase Young, I have the football team at number two. It just it makes sense, and they could be – they could be number one by the end of the year. We'll have to see how it goes, but I, I got them at number two. And then rounding out number one, once again, for all the reasons you said, re all the returning players, I had the exact same stats on the completion ratio, touchdown-interception ratio, all that stuff. Tampa yeah. Bay's got number one going into the season. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the Brady effect of bringing back all 22 of their guys yep. and Antonio Brown. Yep. <laughs> so they, they, they've got like 23 starters, if you want to call it that, but they're, they're yep. running it right back, which is just nuts. I mean, that's unheard of in this era of football to get that many veteran guys to come back on team friendly one year deals to give it one more shot. I know. Yeah, you know, it's and for nobody else but Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, I mean, really. Yep. You got it. Cool. You got it, sir. Yeah, reading through some of the comments here. Dante's <laughs> got I, I posted it up there. Two defensive players with 99 ratings. That's the Madden logic. Yeah, it, we didn't really touch on it, but like all the Madden uh ratings have been coming out over this past week. I don't really dig too deep in that. I take as much in that as uh you know the pro football focus rankings and all that <laughs> stuff. So yeah, it, it, it's for fun. You look at it, but like, yeah, obviously, I mean Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are both 99s in Madden. So if you got two in the same defensive unit, yeah, they're automatically a top three in Dante's book. That yeah. makes sense to me. I mean, at least in this case, you know, the Madden rankings are pretty much right because you got the best yeah. player at that yep. position. Um, you got it. Yeah, on both of those units. So we've come down to it. We're uh, making brisk time on the show here today. So Doing I don't good. Yeah. Um, last segment of the show is our NFC West picks. Okay. How do you want to run this? You want me to do. How about I go and then I'll read you Dante's? Yeah, works what for me. Think? All right, yeah, keep it rolling, man. Cool. So, um, are you are you going to anger are you going to anger any fans this week like you oh, did with the Minnesota fans? So, no, nah, probably. <laughs> so, just because you feel like your NFC West team should be this division winner, I, I will agree. This is the best division in football. Yes. I think all four of these teams are well I over five hundred. Yep. I, I think they beat up on each other. But they also yeah. beat up on everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah this, so, like, most of their losses are in the division. You know, okay. they, so um, we usually do this in alphabetical order. I kind of wanted to do it from worst to first. I don't okay. know if you're okay with that, Don. Yeah, that's fine by throw, me, man. Throw an audible in the middle of stuff. Sure. But, um, I've got two teams tied for third and fourth. Okay. Um, now, I also have. Because, and I know this is weird, but like the new 17 playoff. Yes. I think all of these teams might actually make the playoffs. There's a legitimate there's shot a of that happening. I think there's, I think three will make it in and, my well, opinion. Well, three out of four. Yeah. So yeah. like, but this is the trick is I have Seattle and San Francisco finishing the season at 10 and seven. Okay. And one of them is going to come down to a tiebreaker yeah. to make the playoffs or not. Gotcha. And it's going to be tough because I think they split against each other. I think they split in the division. Like it's going to come down to some weird fourth or fifth level tiebreaker to make the playoffs or not. Gotcha. This season for those two teams. Um, I, I think, again, they're really solid. It's just a matter of I feel like the other two teams in the division are a little bit better. I think Arizona takes a big step forward. Um, and finishes the season at 12 and five. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, they're, they're ready, you know, to, you know, to Dante's point, that defense is right there on the edge yep. of breaking into being a top five defense. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're ready to go. So 
you know, I've got them at 12 and five. Their only losses of the season, like I was saying, is mostly within the division. I have them losing at the Rams, uh, at Cleveland, at the Niners, at Seattle. And right. I give them an at Dallas loss. I threw Dallas a bone. Ah, okay. That they, for some reason, go from Arizona to Dallas and, yeah. and blow a game in like week 16. Right. right. Um, but I have them finishing 12 and five. Okay. So my division winner, obviously last team left at 13 and four is the LA Rams. Okay. So I, I just think that, again, this defensive unit and Matt Stafford's finally going to get handed the reins to a real NFL franchise. <laughs> And we're going to get to see Hall of Fame oh, Matt Stafford man. this year. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's going to be night and day between him and Jared Goff running that offense. Yes, it is. It, it, it's a machine. Like, it, there's so much talent on that team. I know. John, <laughs> John, if they, if, yeah. They, if, if, what, if they end up 12 and five and losing the division by one game, yeah. and they lost to Dallas, like, that's going to be a heartbreaker. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. It, <laughs> especially <laughs> as an, you know, a, 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 a former NFC East team back when yeah. the division, before the divisions got realigned way back when. I was at, like, oh, mid-late man. 90s when they finally, everybody moved and they got out. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, I've got LA at 13-4. and four. Okay. I've got their losses at Seattle. At San Francisco, right. at Green Bay. Welcome back, yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And then at Arizona, and yeah. that's it. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I think again they they get three losses in the division, but they only have one more loss. You know. So yeah, yeah I think they're just super strong, um, and they. I guess that makes them a two, two a two seed behind Tampa, okay. uh, potentially coming out of the NFC. Gotcha. Right, so I'll read off uh, Dante's here. Sure. So Dante once again says this will be the most competitive division in the league. Yep. Um, and he has that with just like Arizona and San Francisco at 10 and 7. Okay. He has both Seattle. He's on Russell Wilson. Oh, sure. Still, oh, this is. Yeah. So instead, so he has Seattle and L.A. At fifteen and two. Oh, oh. And, the, and the Rams breaking the tiebreaker and winning the division. Wow! But obviously they both make the playoffs. But sure. that would that would make the Rams the and one, two two fifteen and two teams. Wow! Which means they each lose to each other once, <laughs> and they got to have one other loss the entire yeah. rest of the season. Wow. Wow. Like, do they, they split their series, and then who's their other loss? Dante, if you're still in the comments, let us know. Yeah. Who is their other loss if you've got both of these teams at 15 and 2? Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's a bold, you know, I don't think any, I don't think that's ever happened. That you've had two <laughs> two lost teams in the same division. Oh, um, man. <laughs> I'd have to go back and uh, ask Mr. Stats here if that's ever happened. No. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Is it mathematically possible? I mean, Gene, they, they play head-to-head -head twice. It's it's possible. It's possible. It's, it's highly I unlikely. Uh, very but, unlikely. Again, this is another one of those situations where I feel like Dante must have gotten trapped by the spreadsheet. Where, yeah. like, he's picked these other divisions. Yes. And every time he's had them come up against Seattle or L.A., he's had them lose. So, like, we balance the schedule. So, the three of us have gotten it to the point where it's what 272 and 272 like exactly 544 games yeah so so there's now, exactly now as know. many wins as losses so yeah now it, you it, know yeah, next so, year next year with the sheet you do it all at one time yeah we, not week that's by the, week because then you don't track yourself yes and, and, and <laughs> I, I end up with one division that has three teams with three and four losses and then yes. I got another. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so this is a, a bold prediction from Dante that we've got. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to say this is the best division right, right. now, exactly top to bottom, all four teams, best division in football, or right, right up with it. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little interesting that the Rams win a tiebreaker to finish <laughs> fifteen and two. Wow, cool, interesting. All right. My turn. So, Don, what do you got? Yeah, and guys, yeah. feel feel free to uh, to fill in uh, where you think the division lands too, if you're in the comments. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, coming and and once again, I echo what you guys say. I think it's going to be a very very good uh, division, the most competitive division. Everybody finishes over 500, but unfortunately, I just have one team finishing one game over at nine and eight and coming in last in the division, and that's the 49ers. Okay. I'm not uh, sold on a, a a great season, but a very good season for them. So I, is this a Jimmy G transition year? Like how many games does Jimmy G play? It, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's, there's definitely going to be a switch at some point, but I don't know when, and, and I don't know if there should be, but I, I just, I don't like the setup. I, I really didn't care for the pick. I mean, not not anything against Trey Lance, but I think they gave up the farm for Trey Lance, and they didn't have to. Agreed. And uh, it, I just don't think they're going to have that much of a of a great consistent season. I think a three game winning streak at one point in the season's going to be the highlight, and that's about it. They'll also, have a three game losing streak. You know, it's it everything's going to balance out. So I got them at nine and eight. Uh, in third place, one game better at 10 and seven is where I have Arizona finishing. Now, I like Arizona. I had some of the players last year on my fantasy team. Uh, I like a lot of the moves they've done, both offense and defense this year. I wanted them to have a little bit better record, but that's how it came out. <laughs> yeah. As you said, and I got them at 10 and seven. I think it'll still be a successful year. For sure. Um, one game higher again uh, at 11 and six. That's where I have Seattle. I have Seattle at 11 and six. And then rounding out number one, I do have the Rams one game better at 12 and five. And oddly, Rob, I have the same losses at 12 and five that you had for uh, 13 and four, except I have one more. I have them losing week 17 at Baltimore. At Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have them winning that game because Baltimore has already sewn up everything. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is that. That is a big one. Um, I mean, I, 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 I have because I have Baltimore finishing 15 and two, losing that game. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had them that because it's two weeks back to back on the road. Sure. You know, at, and at that's Minnesota, fair. At Baltimore. So, but uh, yeah, and, and, so, and an LA team coming to the East Coast yep. in the in the cold at the end of the uh -huh. season, yeah, that that's totally fair that they could lose that game. And <laughs> Gene's in the comments here. Kingsbury stinks. Yeah, he, he's not a <laughs> he's Cliff not Kingsbury a believer. Not uh, at and, all. And, yeah, I mean they're they're gonna win despite him. I just think they're that talented. Yeah, no way Baltimore is fifteen and two. Oh, I, I, I don't agree. know. I, I think they're that good. I, I think they can be that good. Again, I've got their defense moving up to be a top five unit this year. And I, I think Lamar's going to ball out this year. He's going to be an MVP candidate. This is a big year for Baltimore, especially with Pittsburgh on a down year. I, I just think that's how it's going to go. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they're going, I have them second in the division, but I have Cleveland taking the division. So yeah. I, I do remember and, that. And I don't remember I, the record I had. Cleveland is like, the greatest on paper team, you know, oh, like they, know. <laughs> you look up and, but, and at the end of the day, you're like, but it's the Browns. Like, uh, uh, like can't, can't think that way anymore. I, man. I, I can't do it. It's tough. <laughs> but yeah, 11 and six at best is John. Uh, yeah. I, I think they're a little better than 11 and six for sure. Um, so yeah. So Dante, so we've got, do we all have LA winning the division? No, I he's got so. he's got he, Seattle winning the division on the tiebreak. Okay, so so we got one Seattle and and two for LA. Um, I guess going forward, so next week we've got NFC East. That's the last division. Yeah. So Don and I are going to spend a little bit of time on this. We may, and if you guys are still in the chat, we'll talk to you guys later. But we may have a guest or two come join us. Uh, would be a yeah. lot of fun. You know, hopefully we can get some uh, if we get another Eagles fan in the room. Because uh, Don and I both are, so yeah. maybe we, for for NFC East night, if uh, you know Mr. Jacksonville is sitting out for another week while he's in uh, 
Oh, at, he'll at be the Hall of Fame. He'll and be in he's Canton. Being, he's so. not being inducted to no. the Hall of Fame. No, yeah, he's great, just visiting Canton. Great, so. greatest armchair quarterback in the history of the league. <laughs> that's, that's that's Dante. But no, he he's there with his family, having a great time. So yeah, uh, we're, he, we're happy he, for him. That's a great opportunity to be able to get tickets and go to a Hall of Fame oh, induction. Yeah. That's that's yeah. like a bucket list thing to do, especially if one of your favorite players is being inducted and you have the opportunity to go. That's that's so cool for him. So now here's my question for for the Hall of Fame when Dante's there. What's the over under on how many times he tells people about his Daniel Jones pick? <laughs> I was right. I was right. I, was I right. told you. I was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, gotta pick on him, man. He's yeah, not here, you know? No, yeah. He he's having a great time. Cleveland on top is a cuss word in my house. Oh, I hear says, you, John. Says the Steelers fan. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the Steelers fan that says Baltimore's 11 and 6 at best and rooting for Cleveland's a curse word. So like that that's spoken like a true Steelers fan. That's Hey, hey John, I will give you this. I got I do have uh Baltimore at 11 and 6 this year. I do have that. So How about that? Oh man, you're dead on with him. How about that? Yep. That's cool. So yeah, we've got NFC East, a, a big show next week that'll also be yep. uh, just Don and I, but hopefully we'll have a guest with us as well. You know, have a little fun. And yes. uh, yeah, any other thoughts or uh, closing words for us, Don? No, I am good, man. We uh, we avoided the severe thunderstorms and the tornado watch. Yeah. So we, yeah, both of our counties had tornado yeah. warnings that we were expecting you know the freight train to come running through here but thank goodness we you know power's on the sky's blue out my window yeah, here. exactly so, <laughs> so much for the tornado warning we're I good know. that that's episode 28 all um, right it's a wrap guys thanks for joining us it was thank a lot of fun Don. i appreciate everybody cool. uh in the chat room and uh yeah, absolutely we'll see you next week cool we'll see you next week take care Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the East Coast Gridiron Podcast. Find us on all your favorite music and podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For all the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by going to eastcoastgridiron.com. 